ora and welcome. It's a head coach special today. Jose makes his return to the Premier League while our national coach makes his way back to New Zealand after a much-needed European getaway. Lining up for TVNZ Football Club today is Victor Waters, Danny Hay from the All Whites and Simon Plum. Welcome back. You had a uh, fairly productive time over in Europe by all accounts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, the two, the two games were highly valuable. As you know, we haven't played for some time and obviously my, my first games, uh, you know, as head coach. So... Uh, learnt a lot about the players, um, introduced a new style of players, I'm sure everybody was aware. Um, some really good stuff came out of the Irish game. A uh, number of players disappointed with, um, with individual performances against Lithuania, but like I said, we, we've got a lot more clarity now on how we can move forward. What did you learn about the players that you didn't already know? Oh, oh plenty. Um, look, uh, I've, I've, in terms of the style of play and introducing that, it's about empowering, empowering our players to play a style of football that I think uh, is more reflective of who we are as a nation. I think we need to move away from, from doing what we've always done and being very defensive-minded, um, uh, sitting back, looking to counter, looking to score goals from set pieces. It's, for me, that doesn't, um, that doesn't influence or really excite the next generation to want to come out and play good football and I think we've started to develop uh, younger players that are more comfortable in possession, that are more creative, more attack minded and so we need, a, we need to put a style of play in place that actually reflects that and is it going to take a little bit of time to get it right? 100% but I think uh, against Ireland in particular you saw the makings of where we can potentially go with this. I mean, it was quite an exciting game to watch, mm. that Ireland game, particularly taking the lead and a great goal um, to, to put us 1-0 up. Yeah, it was like Italy all over again from the World Cup. <laughs> kind of, I can't believe my eyes coming. <laughs> yeah, it was a lovely fast start, which would have been great for the team, mm. I imagine. Mm. Um, there were passages of play in that Ireland game particularly where that's some of the best football I've seen the All-Whites play. Obviously, balancing that, there's some moments that were not so good and we got caught in defence and mm -hmm. conceded a couple of goals, but... I think for a first game after two trainings, I think there's some real strong signs there. It's, it's an encouraging start. I mean, what can you do in those two days? We obviously talked about the fact that you had no preparation time. <clears throat> Is it just a case of saying, getting everyone together and saying, look, it's, there's not much time to work with here, but here are a few basic principles we need to work on? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was, I guess you've we've got to sort of think outside the square a little bit. So I started to introduce a bit of that prior to us getting together. Uh, when we got together, it was, I guess, about um, creating a culture and giving the players a real sense of the direction we want to go with things. Uh, they are very excited by that, so their ability to, to buy them was, was evident straight away. Uh, and, yeah, and then it was. It was just going through in the two sessions, just a little bit of organisation defensively, as well as um, some, some pattern of play in terms of how we're going to attack as well. So, look, we will, now that we've got footage off the back of that, that'll be a huge learning tool for us. Um, and I'll be able to send stuff out to, to individual players as well as the group and it, it, it'll be good moving forward. So it's not just Mick McCarthy who will be able to have footage of the All-Whites now, you'll actually be able to look at the video stuff yourself. Well, that's the comical thing is, you know, when you're trying to introduce a new style of play, I was having to use best practice from every other team around the world and pick a couple of key bits, but now we've got some really valuable stuff mm. of, of us doing it in action. And obviously, like, like Simon pointed out, areas that we need to tidy up as well. Um, but I look at those three goals that we conceded against Ireland and for me they're very fixable. Um, mm -hmm. You know, individual errors, not getting tight from a corner, letting a guy have a free header. The third goal as well where he's just got across the, the front of Storm. And I think they're, they're easy, easy to fix. The, the hard stuff is, is the stuff that is, is the build-up and playing through and being comfortable in position. And I think we saw a, a lot of good, good elements with that.
Because mm. who, who impressed you from, from that game, Victor, in terms of making a mark early on? Well, I've certainly mentioned it before, but uh, Bell from that defensive midfield mm. Uh, mm. role, and you mentioned before you were happy mm. with his performance as well, just yeah. bringing the ball from defence into midfield, organising play, it was very impressive and very refreshing, I think. There's a new identity now mm. within the All Whites, and you've seen it immediately. The intensity, too, and winning the ball back is what yeah. struck me as well. Oh, that's good, yeah. And, and that's the thing. Joe was, Joe was a standout for me, uh, as was Ryan Thomas. And I think people yeah. forget Ryan Thomas had had 14 months, yeah. really, without a game. And Winston Reid, 18 months without <laughs> a game. Right, and yeah. for those guys to step up and play as well as they did, I think, you know, if... if if they're fit and playing regularly, I, you know, it's only going to benefit us long term. But I thought, uh, you know, not just Joe, but I thought Elijah Just is another young player, 19-year-old. Yeah. Um, Callum McCowett had his moments, obviously, the mm. goal. Yeah. Um, but look, uh, for me, yeah, really pleasing signs. A lot to, lot to build from. And I think it's just people understanding that it is going to take a little bit of time. But if we invest in these young players, give them plenty of games, what's it going to look like in two, three, four, five years' time? Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about your... Um, Recky work before the the training camp mm. started. You went to Leeds and Burnley as well. Mm. What did you get up to there, and, and how did that play out? Yeah, look, I, I thought it was a good opportunity to to get there a couple of days early, and uh, obviously Bielsa's doing great work mm. at, at Leeds. And as a as a former player there, I thought I'd utilise that to be able to get in the door and, and see exactly what he does. He didn't give you any um, binoculars or anything. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny; they were very strict where you could stand and watch. But uh, look, it was it was really good to watch him operate. Yeah, great um, opportunity. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the level of professionalism, the level of detail as well was really evident in the training session. And then the following day, I went and spent. Um, the whole day at the training ground with Burnley and uh, look I was blown away by Sean Dyche and, and, and firstly how welcoming he was mm. he was to me um, and very honest with, with conversations which was actually quite refreshing from, from somebody who really he didn't need to be um, and so that was good to just watch how he operated and I think it's, it's no wonder that they've been so successful for s- such a long time for, for what really is a small club mm. with the way he manages his players and you can tell there's a huge amount of respect from the players towards him and vice versa. Um, so for me personally there were a, a lot of things that I, that I took out of um, both Leeds and Burnley. I mean Chris Wood's having the time of his life at the moment. He managed to get a game for the All-Whites which has been few and far between. He scored again on the weekend. He's mm. scored what, six Premier League goals now this season? I think it's six now this mm. season. Uh, he's already more than halfway than compared to last season. Um, and he's been fantastic. He's just in the right place at the right time. He's a bit like a New Zealand people in Zagi. Always <laughs> at the right place at the right indeed. time. Good finishing. It's just been really nice to watch. Mm. Yeah and, and and the fact that he's actually getting on a run, I think he scored in his last few Premier League games now as well. He has, yeah, and as you mentioned, he's, he's done a high ready new contract as well, which is yes. going to make him very mm. happy. Mm. Um, it's good times at Burnley. I mean, it's mm. a funny kind of Premier League in that kind of middle batch all pushing for Europe. Obviously, Burnley mm. struggled last season, but mm. they're kind of taking advantage as well as teams like Man United, Tottenham, who are kind of spluttering a little bit, and they're, they're filling that void. Mm. We'll get to Spurs in the second <laughs> half. Plenty to talk about there. But I know Chris Wood and his interview uh, to the, the Burnley TV when he was talked about his new contract, mm. he did talk about New Zealand as well. It always feels like he's always got New Zealand sort of front of mind mm, regardless yeah. of his Premier League commitments. Yeah, and, and look, I, I was actually there when they, they took me in when he was signing new contracts. That was just a nice touch as well, mm. but he's, he's... You weren't sort of negotiating an extra zero? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was his two agents that were standing there, but <laughs> look, he, uh, he is, he's very much a Kiwi. When you talk yeah. about Ben Kiwi, he's humble, he's modest, um, he has a lot of those elements that you like to see in, in, our, in our best sportsmen. 
Um, and he's, like, like I've talked about, he's operating at a very high level, but he's one that always makes himself available to play for the All-Whites, whether, whether that's um, whether we're playing in the Islands, um, OFC qualification, it doesn't matter. He's, he's determined to be part of it. And, you know, and, the, and the thing is, I'd like to say about Winston as well, a lot of people have questioned his commitment levels in the past, uh, and I think really unfairly so. Um, his level of commitment and his engagement has been unbelievable. Mm. Um, he really blew me away because at coming in for the first time, you, you do wonder what, what that relationship's going to be like and how engaged they are, but he was incredible in terms of the leadership role he took, um, particularly in, in, in guiding the younger players, not just on the pitch but off the pitch as well. Well, we'll take a quick break now. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the players that were featuring in those games, plus the return of Jose Mourinho, a winning start for him at West Ham. Before we get to Jose Mourinho and his return to the Premier League, Sapreet Singh called up to the first team for training by the new coach Hansi Flick at Bayern Munich. Um, that's, a, that's a really big step. For him, he's sort of been in and around during mm. pre-season, but now to actually be properly entrenched with the first team. Yeah, say hello to the big time. It's been a remarkable few months for him. It's uh, really, the question now is, what, what can he do with this opportunity, really? It's, um, will, he, will he sink or swim? Hopefully he'll swim. New manager brings new opportunities in those sorts of situations. So for him, I mean... He's he's done really well so far this season. Yeah, and it'll be uh, this. Uh, he's more of an intern, uh, interim manager. So Pochettino is a name that has been floated about as potentially coming in in January over, uh, over at Bayern Munich. So that would be great for Sarpreet to have someone of that caliber and, and that foresight um, for Sarpreet. And he's very much, if it is Pochettino, he's very much a coach. And particularly how the way Bayern play, they're very technical players, and they focus on building play up. So that would be great for Sarpri and, and play to his strengths, really. There's been a bit of talk about the fact, I know when he went when he went to Bayern from the A-League, people mm. sort of said, well, you're only going to be playing in the B team. You're going to mm. only be training yeah. with these players. Mm. Mm. But from what you observed in terms of the training levels, how beneficial is it for him to be training in that environment compared to now what he's left behind? Oh, look, I've got to say, it's probably been the best thing ever for him. He's, he has developed immeasurably, mm-hmm. um, even in that short space of time that he's been there. And I've got absolutely no doubt about that. And look, I've watched a number of his games, even in the, in the, in the third league. It's still very good quality. The, the level of intensity there is high. But the fact that he's training now with the first team and on a regular basis, and I think the, the key thing is that his mentality is still about developing and learning. He doesn't feel like he's made it. He he's knows that he's got an opportunity. Um, he's got a foot in the door there mm. that he needs to keep working hard every day. So that was really that came across really quite evident to me in the discussions that I had with him. Jose Mourinho, how good to see him back. The special one, the humble one. I love it. Yeah, if you couldn't tell, Danny, um, Chris has drunk a lot of cool <laughs> later. Uh, I'm on board week. the crazy train. I'm loving it. Great first week. I mean, you've got to say, you know, they, they were good value for 3-2. I think that flattered mm. West Ham quite, quite significantly. It could have been 5-0. Mm. Um, he's already playing the games, <coughs> excuse me, in the press conference, though, saying that, you know, he's transformed Deli Alley and uh, he's, he's the humble one and all this nonsense. But... It's going to end badly, mate. (laughs) It's going to end badly. It's probably an absolute given, but it's going to be fun along the way, isn't it? Oh, always. And it makes our job so much more enjoyable because we always have these sort of outbursts to write about. Look, it will start, it'll be a calm storm, but something will happen um, inevitably. But I think in Tottenham, he has a foundation of players that he very much likes and he likes to play with these sort of players. You've got Son and Morda. 
fast, quick players. He loves those sort of players. Mm. And then uh, Harry Kane, he's already ruled out Ibrahimovic coming back to Tottenham because he loves Harry Kane so much. Why wouldn't you? Have yeah. you ever come across Jose Mourinho in no. your dealings of international no. football? No, but now that he's at Tottenham, I should, I should be right. making a trip over. I can go and see West Ham and then see him operate as well. <laughs> what but do you make of him and the fact I that look, he's back in the game? I, I think it's fabulous. I think it's great for the game, great for the Premier League, but you just you need to look at his track record. I mean, outside of probably Manu, he's been highly successful everywhere he's been. So, look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, in the, in, in the short space of time, he turns things around very quickly, which I know you'll be uh, <laughs> delighted <pleased> with. <laughs> Deliver us a League Cup next year. We'll be banging on about finally delivering a trophy. Yeah. But it is nice to see him a little bit refreshed after some time away. He said he spent some months to reflect and mm. have a bit of a bit of me time. I'm sure he doesn't have much of that. I'm sure he spends a lot of time thinking about himself. <laughs> um, but he did some great punditry as well. Yeah. He was yeah. really good on TV. His, his analysis was excellent. But it sort of showed his humour as well. I mean, people mm. after the United yeah. debacle, they like to paint, his, paint him as being a really sullen figure. But he's obviously very There, there was a very funny uh, incident happened while he was doing the punditry where he was analysing one of the Premier League teams and then they asked him, oh, so what did you make of the game? He said, oh, I don't really want to tell you because in case, you know, for future reference, I might use this for one of my future teams that I coach. <laughs> it's sort of uh, scouting. So, look, yeah, I mean, he's such an um, enigmatic figure. Um, that The Premier League need him. Everyone loves to hear him, whether they agree with it or not. And, you know, he, at the end of the day, he's a winner. He's won everywhere he's mm, gone. Mm. Don't forget he's won two Champions League titles. 24 mm. trophies in total as well. I don't know if he... He hasn't really had a job like this before, though, um, in terms of being able to walk in. Mm. He, hasn't, he hasn't done a mid-season takeover since Porto, I think. No, but in some regard, he can't really lose because if he does deliver it, he's kind of got the rest of the season to, to kind of turn them around a little bit, which sounds bizarre talking about Tottenham. But if he can deliver one single trophy... His job is done there. Right. And Special one. As you Special say, one. even if that's a League Cup, I'm sure Tottenham fans will probably take that. Looking ahead for the All Whites, just to mm-hmm. finish up, what mm-hmm. is next for you guys? Because it's important to build on these games now. Isn't oh, it? absolutely. I think, that, uh, I think that's very, very uh, obvious off the back of you know, these two. So we've got the window in March. Um, it's looking very close to, to getting a couple of good fixtures confirmed there. Uh, there's the Nations Cup uh, and, and, and who we use in that in terms of uh, whether we pull back, because it's in June as well, whether we pull back um, some of the older players or we use that mainly for the under-23s, we'll, we'll look at that. And then World Cup qualifiers, September, October, November next year. Mm. So we're underway. Well, it's coming thick and fast now, it isn't is. it? Fantastic. Thank you for joining us, Danny, this morning. And thank you for joining us on the show. That is us for this week. Remember, you can find us on One News Now, Facebook and YouTube, and as a podcast in all the usual places. Just search TVNZ Football Club. We'll see you next week.